Hey folks, how you doing? Got this uh, this cursed thing going on with this uh, hey, intro folks, again. How you doing? Oh. Got this uh, this cursed thing going on with this. Uh, I'm shutting this off. Okay, folks, we're gonna do things a different way. really don't understand how folks you folks that have microphones and speakers next to you how you how you make it work <laughs> i don't know there's always some stupid little idiosyncrasy that will keep them will keep the speaker on or, or you know another program will be on and oh my goodness it's just it's just too much so um <clears throat> So I have decided to shut that off. And of course, this is the time when uh, everybody decides to uh, send emails. <laughs> anyway, that's all in, the, all in the past here. Okay, so folks, we're going to um, talk about uh, child abduction, human slavery today. Uh, it's a real thing. It's... Um, unfortunately alive and well and um <clears throat> what spurred me on was um i read on uh, real raw news i know i know i went to real raw news and that's a no-no but they had an article on there about how the um how the marines or yeah i think it was marines how they um went on to a ship in san francisco bay and i'm going to read that article real quick okay <clears throat> um and you'll you'll see what happened and uh, what spurred me on to to talk about this tonight. <clears throat> okay. All right. Good. <clears throat> Sorry, folks. I didn't get this thing in my throat. Anyway, um, it's on Real News. It was uh, published by uh, Michael Baxter on June 27, twenty three. I think everything's published by Michael Baxter on this uh, on this uh, website. Anyway. Um, it says, United States Navy SEALs on Sunday rescued hundreds of enslaved children from the hold of an oil tanker birthed in San Francisco Bay, a source in General Eric M. Smith's office told Real Raw News. If all information is correct, the operation marks the second time in two years White Hats have freed captive children from either cargo ships or tankers near the California coast, a waypoint in the child sex uh, trade industry. Real Raw News reported on a similar incident in November of 2021. Um, on Saturday afternoon, an unknown tipster supplied the general's office with real, uh, near real time images of emaciated children standing on the sh standing shoulder to shoulder in what appeared to be the belly of a commercial tanker. One macabre picture showed barely clothed kids packed together as sardines in a tin. Some children had visible wounds on their legs, arms, faces, and torsos. General Smith's experts uh, validated the images, metadata, and identified the vessel as the Dubai Brilliance, a Marshall Islands flag um, super tanker anchored in San Francisco Bay between San Francisco and Alameda. 
The 63,000 ton vessel was built in 2011 by Brilliance Maritime Incorporated based in the United Arab, Arab Emirates. It can hold 20 million gallons of crude oil or apparently in unquantified number of uh, children. Okay, public navigation logs show that the vessel arrived in San Francisco on June 12th with no listed departure date. And most recent report, ports of call were um, Mongstad, Norway, Williamshaven, Germany, and uh, Skikda, Algeria, the latter of which our source says has a history of child trafficking. After reviewing the images, General Smith contacted his White Hat liaison at the U.S. Navy WARCOM in Coronado, asked whether a team was available to investigate the claims. Our source would not say how many SEALs or which teams took part in the rescue, but admitted that a sizable force left Coronado uh, due to the number of children allegedly held in captivity and the possibility of encountering hostilities or hostiles on the ship. He noted, or excuse me, he added that a white hat assigned Coast Guard cutter was put on standby to aid in extract extraction. After boarding in the Dubai Brilliance at approximately 1.30 a.m. Sunday, the SEALs, without firing a single shot, neutralized armed, uh, nine armed goons, slitting their throats or garroting them. Uh, they found kidnapped uh, children in two parts of the ship, the oil hold compartments and the crew quarters. The scene in the hold mimicked the, what SEALs had seen in the uh, photographs. Hundreds of terrified children, many malnourished, uh, hustled it together as if for warmth, crying so loudly that their wails echoed off the hull. Uh, the SEALs estimated most kids were preteens, though some were barely old enough to walk. No children were discovered in the hold uh, that in the hold were American meaning the traffickers that put them aboard the ship at other ports of call. But the adolescents found locked in the crew quarters were American citizens whom the kidnappers had brought to the boat while anchored in San Francisco Bay. A 12-year-old girl hugged the SEAL saviors, saying that bad, dirty men had abducted her while she was riding her bicycle only a few yards from her doorstep in San Francisco. My goodness, you just got to watch them all the time. Um, the freshly kidnapped American children fared better than foreigners in the hold. They hadn't been confined long enough to sustain injuries or face starvation. The SEALs found 15 decaying corpses mixed among the living in the hold. Uh, a rescue operation began immediately, and the SEALs and Coast Guard used skiffs and the cutter to expeditiously exfiltrate the tanker. This guy's got a flair for words. Okay, but you more... Uh, paragraphs. Our source would not quantify the exact number of children saved, but he said the Coast Guard made several round trips from Alameda to the Dubai Brilliance. The surviving foreign and domestic children, our source said, were brought to safety and are being identified so they can be returned to their proper families. Hallelujah. Yeah, there you go, folks. There's a whole bunch of them that were saved, and we're going to talk about that tonight, about how they're taken, what they're used for, and how they're saved, okay? Um, if you have a squeamish stomach, you may not want to listen to this or watch it. We're going to be talking about things that, uh, quite frankly, are, are borderline where, when it comes to um, uh, getting you sick, you know. And so um, just, uh, you know, if you're squeamish and stuff like that, uh, by all means, just kind of turn it off for tonight and come back next month, next Tuesday, okay? 
otherwise, we're going to go ahead and continue here. Um, I found a whole bunch of videos that talk about this subject here, and um, it's quite interesting. You know, um, when I was a, a little boy, I was probably, oh, I don't know, four or five, maybe six. Uh, we used to live in a little town called East Rutherford in New Jersey. It's where the giant stadium is now. Uh, that was never there when I was a kid. But um, anyway, uh, I was standing on the corner, uh, very popular road there, Patterson Avenue and our street there. And um, and this guy pulled up while I was standing there. I was all alone, and he wanted directions for somewhere or something, I think is what it was. And, boy, there were a few adults that were hanging out down by my grandmother's front door. She lived not too far from there. And they came running down here, and they ran him off real quick. But, you know, geez, when I think about it, if I would have just, you know, gotten closer to the car, would he have pulled me in or whatever? You know, it's uh, – so that's the closest I've ever come to something like that. But um, it happens every day, many, many times every day, folks. And, uh, boy, if you got kids, watch them 24-7, okay? If you got to walk them to school till they get in the front door um, – our, we, we accompany our grandkids to the bathroom, um, not the older ones so much, but the younger ones. Um, you know, and, uh, here's, here's something that happened uh, oh, a year and a half, two years ago. Uh, my wife and I were in a grocery store. Uh, it doesn't matter which one it was. We were in a grocery store, and we were standing toward the end. And uh, it was a Walmart. That's where it was. Anyway. Um, this woman told, I heard her tell her boy, I'm just going into the bathroom for a minute. I'll be right out. Well, you know, I was kind of had my eye on the kid. And then I looked down, way down, like at the first register. Um, I don't know. It probably was uh, maybe a good hundred feet away, you know. And there was this guy that was staring at this kid. <laughs> I was, I was like, oh yeah, just come down and try to do something. Please come down and try to do something. Then I stood by the kid the whole time, and right, you know, before his mother came out, we went and stood right next to him. I think we even talked to him a little bit, and the guy left. And I, I told the woman, you know, I said, when you were in there, there was this guy that was eyeing your boy up. You know, we just kind of came over here and and talked with him, and you know, sat stood next to him and stuff. And the guy left, but uh, and she thanked us. She goes, boy, I never thought about that, you know. And so anyway, um, do things like that. You see a kid standing alone, go stand by him or something. Uh, unless you look creepy or something, <laughs> don't do it. But, um, you know, every little bit helps. Uh, you know, you could be saving a kid from being uh, tortured or sacrificed or whatever, you know. And all it does is, is take you to stand there and, um, and watch over him while his adult is in the bathroom or maybe has gone back to an aisle to get something he or she forgot, you know. So... Let's all look out for the kids, whether they're yours or not. Look out for them, okay? And uh, anyway, um, and if you have kids or grandkids, you'll, <laughs> you know what I mean. If anybody goes to touch them, you know, it's they, death would be a preferable thing for them. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, I don't put up with that kind of garbage. I don't care where I am or who I'm with. Um, you touch my grandkids and. Uh, you will cease to be, and uh, you can take that to the bank. So anyway, um, the first couple or three videos we're going to watch is um, has to do with uh, uh, what happens when the children are abducted, how they're abducted, and what 
unfortunately they're used for many times it's human sacrifice if they've been abducted by a, a wiccan or a um a satanist or something that's what the 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 use for them is and either that or they're they're turned into a, a sexual object or um well you name it and uh it's, it's, it's sad it really is that we live in a world like this you know we've let the world get like this and not done anything to um uh, to stop it not done anything to say hey i know that's not my kid but i'm gonna watch him anyway you know and and, and likewise that favor will be done to you when uh yeah, if we if we all turn around and do things the right way in this society, um, so anyway, let's let's get a start, and then we'll watch one, and then we'll talk about it, and and watch another one to talk about it, and um, and we'll go from there. Okay, so here you go. Here's the first one. father was approached by a witch doctor to sell one of his children. He was offered a sum of money that for him would have been a great deal of money. For us, I think it was around $30. Uh, he agreed to sell his child. The child was, uh, and this is a pretty brutal description, but the child was taken by the witch doctor and an accomplice and a father to a um, cornfield. They held him down, decapitated him and cut off his genitals. Uh, and then uh, left the, the remains behind. They were caught, but that's, the, that's a, a pretty standard sort of approach. So child sacrifice is a reality. It's happening uh, here in Uganda across the whole country. And what happens is children are kidnapped from as young as babies. So they mutilate their bodies, cut off their facial features like the ears, the eyes, the poked. Um, sometimes noses, the tongues are cut off, and they use them in witchcraft concoctions uh, with the belief that these parts are going to bring wealth, uh, some form of protection. It's, uh, it's happening everywhere, it's a large scale. Unfortunately, most of them die, and the few that survive. The practice of witch doctors is very, very common. In, in you know, other parts of the world, it might, might be a shaman or, or even a natural healer. So. For all intent purposes, these are part of most villages. It's where we a villager would go to for all sorts of ailments and, and concerns. So it's not like these witch doctors are, are hidden away in the in the backdrop somewhere, and, and they're sort of mystical. They're, they're everywhere, and, and only a, there's a handful of them that, that you know do this sort of stuff. Witch doctors, honestly, trying to make money—that's what it's all about to them. Whether it's trafficking, exploitation, child sacrifice. At the end of the day, what people care about is I'm going to make money off of a child. When we assist police to go to a crime scene and help with the investigation, that there's always evidence of, of other children having already been sacrificed in the shrine. So I think from uh, the reported numbers, we could probably look you know, quite, quite higher than that. Like everything that we deal with is trying to hold back a tidal wave. And, uh, you know, I'll never be satisfied that we're moving fast enough or, or moving in the right direction quick enough. But we're certainly on the ground trying to do our best. You would think that the issue would be decreasing with 
situations in cases like child sacrifice, but we've seen an increase in this situation because the increase of children that are going through this has to have some type of an awareness to the country and awareness to the world that these are real children. This is actually happening to these kids. You know, trafficking is a, is a wide spectrum of, of crime, but in Africa we see kids, uh, we know for sure kids are being trafficked for organ harvesting uh, to become child soldiers in, uh, in certain countries for commercial sexual exploitation and commercial gain for labour. Uh, but also babies are being sold uh, illegally and it's baby harvesting. So it could be in the form of um, hospitals that receive uh, newborn babies from mothers that can't look after them uh, and then selling them informally. Or in this case could be uh, a ring specifically you know, gathering pregnant women to, to have babies so they can sell on. That's far away and we really don't need to uh, concern ourselves with that. Hold on, folks. I had to go back to the earphones. Anyway, but you know what happens here, too. You just don't see it that often, and it gets covered up because the press doesn't cover it. And in some communities, the uh, the mayor is involved or the sheriff's involved. So, uh, you know, it's the corruption goes all the way to the top in certain localities. So, um so it never gets uh, never gets reported, never gets seen. And uh, when do people do report it, they're called crazy. You know, oh, the sheriff was would take care of that. Uh, no, <laughs> sheriff doesn't take care of that. Sheriff's part of it. Not in every community. Okay, I'm not knocking sheriffs and stuff like that. But um, usually, if it's um, if it's a silence thing and, and it's um, something that's not coming out. And everybody's afraid to talk. It's it's there's usually a, a corruption that goes all the way up to the the sheriff or the mayor or whatever, you know. So uh, anyway, it's we've watched um, many things on uh, on television or sure I'm sure movies and other things where uh, where we see these things happening. We say, oh yeah, well that's a movie and everything else. Well, no, the movies are trying to trying to tell us and. You know, the, the ironic part is that uh, the movies are made by actors, and actors are some of the most heinous uh, people in the world, and they're the ones that are are uh, involved in this and in, uh, in drinking the or, or injecting the um, adrenochrome that's taken from young kids when they're so scared they, they produce it in their bodies. It's oxidized uh, adrenaline. And, um, you know, and the, their blood is draining, and it's uh, it's pumped into somebody else. And, uh, man, it's it's bad news. It really is. And, uh, wow, how people can do that, I, I really don't know. And I really I don't want to know. But uh, I have to know so I can understand it, so I can fight it, you know. And, um, and hopefully you're fighting it, too. So, uh, anyway, let's... Um, you know, it's been a while since I uploaded these movies to this particular session. 
So some of these things are a surprise to me. Uh, I don't know the order that they're in, so we're going to get surprised together. Okay, here we go. Child sex trafficking is the new slavery in the United States of America. taken i think in florida um and you know when the guys found out that someone was coming for her they basically shot her and chopped her up and fed her to alligators so i mean that's the kind of people that we're dealing with they're a slave trader they're predator pimp piece of garbage gangbanger being a former uh, police detective in l.a county worked narcotics and gangs throughout los angeles county I saw the formation of the prison gangs, the street gangs, and the cartels forming a triad to uh, take over the narcotics trafficking business in the United States. They took that same triad and started trafficking young girls into prostitution, uh, minor children. Within 48 hours, 60% of all runaways are approached by a sex trafficker. And then the longer that the girl is out there, that increases the odds of the girl being a victim of trafficking. That's a major problem, and that's what Saved in America does. We try the prevention mode because we want to get the child before the traffickers do. We come in and we decide to do whatever it takes as far as the surveillance and as far as the social networking investigator to locate the child and then bring law enforcement in. We have 34 members in our group. They're all retired Navy SEALs, retired police detectives that work gangs or narcotics. So we all work together with support staff. About a year before I was about to retire, Joseph had started Saved in America and he asked if I wanted to do it. And I said, sure, let's see what you got. How do we rescue kids here domestically in this country? Kids that are being trafficked that are U.S. citizens here. In the United States. I had no idea when I started this how bad it was. I, I think most Americans don't realize it. And if they do realize it's going on, they think it's, you know, a specific group of people. When in all reality, it hits all sectors. Years ago, if you said, hey, we have uh, girls being trafficked out of San Diego, you get this blank line? No, we don't. It was all denial. I mean, it, oh, that happens elsewhere. It doesn't happen here in San Diego. Yeah, it does. You know, and it happens in Yuma. It happens in, you know, Omaha, Nebraska. It's everywhere. So, you know, everybody thinks this is a um, minority problem or an overseas problem. This is going on with girls from La Jolla and Carlsbad and, like, Malibu. It's not just people from, from ghetto-type areas, you know what I mean? Um, or from overseas. You know, this is girls that could be my, my daughters. I had a family member that was trafficked um, years ago and um, didn't know anything about it. It's not like I didn't care less about what was happening out in the street, but you know, when I dealt with people out in the street, you know, they're not related. This person was very close 
to my to me. The reason they traffic children, it's it's just all about money, and they can sell a girl over and over and over and over again. The younger the girl, the more money they get, and they can do this under the radar because they focus on runaway girls. I mean, unfortunately, the police don't have time. You know, basically, when someone is missing they just do a preliminary report and they can't do much past that. There needs to be something where those parents know that once they have uh, extinguished all options with the authorities, that there's a private organization that they can go to that someone will help them out. So we formed Saved in America and, and Rescue the Child in coordination with whatever police agency is there, whether it's local, state, or federal. A parent calls us, girls are run away, we make sure there's a police report filed. We make sure that the, the girl is listed with the National Center for Missing Exploited Children. And we get a power of attorney from the parents and then we go to work. It's not a Hollywood movie where we're kicking in the door and here we are to save you or anything like that. But the reality is, is that we stay within the parameters of law and try to assist law enforcement to accomplish the task that needs to be done. There's all 34 members of our staff from the case manager to the social networking investigators, to the Navy SEALs, to the police detectives, are all volunteer staff. It's nothing to be proud of, it's something we have to do. Organized gangs down here in San Diego drove up to Utah and recruited these 14-year-old girls, brought them down and told them, you know, come party with us at the beach at San Diego. And as soon as the girls got there, they beat the girls up, they took their cell phones and injected them with heroin, and then started to traffic them. We got some information, and we gave it to the sheriff's department and caught the trafficker with a hatchet, a knife, a body bag, and a rope. And so we know we saved this girl's life. I decided when I started this that it can't be about getting the guy, the bad guy. The only thing we can do without jeopardizing other people's lives is rescue the girl. So, and it has to be about the girl, not, not about anything else. If uh, we can get them out of the, the whole circuit and the whole lifestyle, you know, it, it's well worth it. The model we make here for Saved in America, of course, that's the model we're gonna take out to other states. I think you have to attack it both ways. You have to attack the supply through the slave traders, but you also have to have the penalties so severe that nobody even wants to touch this. The laws are changing, but I mean, it's still pretty hard to prosecute people. And it just, I think the laws need to get tougher and they need to actually stop these guys from doing it. At some point, we as citizens have to take the responsibility to stop this from happening. Do you need SEALs to do it? No, you don't, you just need people who have the training and care. You know, people ask me, what is your secret? How do you find these girls? It's not Joseph Travers over 30 years in investigative experience, that's not it. It really isn't because I have Navy SEALs, which I love to work with because these guys are the most awesome guys to work with in the whole world. But I can tell you who tells me where the girls are, and that's God. And that's what I tell these girls after I rescue them. When I go see them, I ask them, I said, who do you think sent me? I don't know, who sent you? I said, God sent me, and I found you.
actually 238 children since 2014. That's pretty awesome, actually. Um, yeah, he says the the focus isn't on the catching the criminal; it's on saving the saving the girls or boys or whatever. Um, and it's something. It's all it's all these um, you know. It's not just kids that are picked up, you know, grabbed from their bicycles and stuff like that. They're actually proposition. Hey, let's go party, you know. And <laughs> what teenager doesn't want to go party, you know? I, I mean. Aside from uh, from Christian teenagers, everybody's up for uh, for party, you know. And um, I was that way, <laughs> you know. Uh, where is the party? I'll be there, you know. Um, so anyway, it's they use things that are attractive to uh, to the kids, you know. And I'm sure if they offered them uh, special makeup or if they offered them, uh, uh, you know, gift certificates to a uh, a store that has uh, clothes that are uh, worn by uh, kids these days, you know, um, yeah, they'd fall for it, hook, line, and sinker. So uh, it's a shame, it really is. But um, hey, uh, these these people are um, very good at uh, enticing. They're very good at knowing what what kids want and uh, how they want it and when they want it and stuff like that. Uh, mostly because most of these guys are delinquent children that never grew up anyway, you know, so um, they, they know the primal uh, wants and needs and desires that uh, that kids want. Fortunately, they uh, they excel in it. So, okay, let me get rid of that one. The next one is uh, one of the ones I warned you about. Okay, so that's all I'm going to say. Here we go. The Cabal House Family Eatery and Entertainment Club. Obviously, you know about the Pizzagate conspiracy, which is, isn't a conspiracy, really. It's actually true. It involves a lot of higher-up celebrities, a lot of people involved in the presidency, the government, and a lot of people that you love today, that you trust. It's unfortunate that we have to live in a time where people can, with money, overshadow everything they do in, the, in private by keeping themselves out of the public eye, but then arrogantly showing us just enough to be able to dis discern what they're doing in real life behind the scenes. And that's unfortunate for people that try to expose them because they all end up dead somehow as a result. Which is a pretty funny thing if you ask me. How people all of a sudden die after they, you know, decide to speak out against these people and call them pedophiles. It's very interesting how they're, they're like bombshell cases that have been solved that have their faces from depictions that they've been abducted by their abductees that would, would dictate that they're exact matches to the, the profile of those pictures. And Tom Hanks and all of the other people, their accusers have come out and said what they've done to them. And there's no mystery about that. That's been widely known. It's been a, a hush, hush, you know, for a long time. But guess what, it's coming out. 
Hollywood really is just pedal wood. And as you can see, everybody's trying to cover up for each other. Everybody's got dirt on each other. They keep each other very close by. And, you know, that's why they have to watch each other very closely. So this way they have dirt on each other at any moment in time. If they slip up, then boom, they're done. And that's when you have to realize these people all speak in codes. It's been widely known that in the, in the Clinton emails, the, the server that she had, it's got quite a few different things used for codes. The uh, pedophilic world and uh, and and the and the scene out there—they all use different uh, signals and words and coding to say different things, and it all leads back to really like satanic, uh, you know, rituals and uh, human trafficking. Eventually, obviously, because they need to fuel their need for their uh, their rituals. They need to fuel their need for adrenochrome. They and that why not? You know they're, they're they're not wasting any of their products, so they're getting they're, they're getting the kids trafficked in. They're decompartmentalizing them from being a human by torturing them and giving them some sort of uh, mind control. And then at the same time, they're taking over their lives and doing what they want with them. And then they kill them, chop them up, eat them. And then they use their adrenochrome for, uh, for a, as a drug. And they drink it like wine, apparently. And that's really, like, the, you know, the, the hip thing right now. Like, everything's, everybody's opening up cannibal restaurants, and there's clubs that people go to, and it's a big conspiracy. It all goes, goes back to, you know, it's all, all pedophilia, and it's all human trafficking, and it's all, goes back to, it's like the second largest money-making crime in the entire world aside from drug trafficking is human trafficking it's been going on for years these three are on the guest list of the cannibal club it's been widely known as known people are so arrogant about it they're actually bragging about being these people and doing these things to children they're doing these things Right out in the open. This is the Prince and, and Jeffrey Epstein just walking around in the park. I mean, it's obvious they've already been friends with the other biggest rapist on the planet. And, uh, you know, it's, it's very easy to see once they're friends with this guy and they were going back and forth to his island. I mean, this guy is just pure evil. I mean, and he's tied to Harvey Weinstein. I mean, just think about all the power that these guys have with all the money they have and then that ties to the presidency. They were untouchable. They could have done anything around the entire world and nobody could do anything, but there's a lot of dirt on everybody because Epstein's got a black book, he's got records, and it exposes everybody that went there. And Hillary Clinton was one of them, so was Bill Clinton. And so many more. You all know the, the whole story. You can look it up if you want. I'm not going to go through everybody's name. It's ridiculous. Bill Clinton spends a lot of time with this guy. You know? And, uh, you know, Epstein's got a long history with the girls. He's always got these girls. And then whatever girl you see him with, you can guarantee they're going to multiply by 10, 20, maybe 100. He's had girls that picked him up. Over 200 other girls have brought him 
brought them in and trafficked them to his uh, island or to a Florida mansion and just he just abuses them, just turns them out, keeps them around as slaves, whatever, pays them. But, you know, there's so many different stories. It's unbelievable, like, what these people are able to pull off. And it's only because they're high stature. It's only because they're unable to be touched by the law or the laws involved or they're above the law in some way. That's all coming to an end real quick because their collusion, all their arrogance, and right in front of our faces doing everything right beneath our noses. It's just really just a shame. It really is just a, a shame that we've let it go on this long and now it's time to come to an end. I mean, every, all of these people got caught red-handed what they're doing. They have no ability to give. This is this is Bill Clinton with with the staff of Jeffrey Epstein's mansion, and you know then other people are all coming out now. Everybody's getting woke. Ricky Gervais is coming out saying about Jeffrey Epstein, and look at everybody's face in the audience that's involved. I know Tom Hanks. You know everybody. It's it's coming out, and uh, not so sweet little Jeff Jeffrey and his plane and island don't look so hot right now. And everybody involved is really hating the fact that they were involved and they were on record being involved. The Podesta family, they are another family that's crazy. And look, they've been involved with the Clintons, the Obamas. It's, it's insane. And, uh, you know, they, each of them have scandals surrounding their families. And somehow they're all together. Anthony Weiner's wife, Uma, and Hillary have this, the frazzle drip which is them ripping off a young girl's face and then drinking her blood and then wearing her face as a mask and dancing around. It's just insane to even think about that concept and to think that that woman was trying to be our president and to think that she has anything bad to say about anybody else is really just a shame. You know, Sleepy Joe, John Kerry, Podesta, they've all worked so closely together. <clears throat> They're just all scumbag criminals, and they don't deserve any of our respect whatsoever after what they've done. They pat each other on the back, they give each other awards. They don't deserve any of it. You know, you know, these people have been paying for wars that have killed hundreds of thousands of people. They've themselves killed hundreds of people for various reasons. They've tried to cover it up with everything. They've funneled money through different avenues of of laundering and uh, shell companies and God knows what deals and just scandal after scandal after scandal after scandal just doesn't ever end. It just keeps going. And now you have the adrenochrome, you know, this is what's derived from the, uh, the blood of the babies. And now look at the vast contrast between the, the people when they had it and when they don't have it now. He always said to follow the right rabbit. And he was right, the white rabbit, that's this, the chain, this, the, the way the, the icon looks for the, for the molecular structure of adrenochrome. And that's what they've been doing, farming it off children. And that's real deal stuff. Yes, they have figured out a way to synthesize it, but it's just not the same like anybody else will tell you. You know, they want the real thing, so they can't get it. And even they, they've even figured out that there's racial differences between the, the level of quality of adrenochrome. And there's a lot of indications out there where you can easily see 
these therapies where they take younger people's blood and inject it into older people for longevity purposes. It's the same thing. You might as well just call it adrenochrome because you're getting a blood transfusion from a younger person. It's not a new concept. These people are planning on taking over the world and they're not planning on going anywhere anytime soon. So obviously they want to hang out and like be fucking immortal. How do you think they're going to accomplish that? It's been in sci-fi movies. It's been all over the place. These people obviously can't look good, that good for 20 some odd years without some type of treatments going on, without some type of intervenous uh, type of uh, injections or, or some type of a, of a tr blood treatment or something to that nature. I mean, look at these people, the condition of these people right now. They've been quarantined, so to speak, and or cut off from their outside sources. So look at what they look like now and look at what they're what they're reactions are to this whole thing all they want to do is cheat all they want to do is get what they need and they're just playing all the acts of a regular drug addict it's so obvious that the illuminati the these people that i keep describing to you in other videos and other people in hollywood they've all been on this and all it takes is to have money to be part of a special club and to know how to shut your mouth Essentially, these people's mouths are shut only because they're blackmailed into doing so. There's no way that they would do any of this and continue to do it after a certain point because the things that they do are so depraved. And once they're inside, they can't get out. And it's such a deep thing. You know, there's celebrities like Mel, Gip Mel Gibson who speak out against it. And then, you know, he gets blacklisted from from Hollywood, you know, and it has to go from outside sources. Then there's Bernie Mac who got killed. You know, they say, he, oh, obviously, oh, he had a heart attack. Everybody's sad about him dying. But, you know, he, he died because they killed him. You know, these people are sick. Look at Tony Podesta's art. It's about kids that are dead or being somehow molested during, during their sleep cycle by, like, beastly creatures or, like, being sleep-spooned by these, like, ghastly beasts. I don't understand... Like how that's art in any way. I don't see how that's artistic. It's really just like not even cute or funny or endearing in any way, shape, or form. It's hyper surrealistic, evil looking, menacing. I can't imagine how this woman <clears throat> becomes somehow a popular artist by doing any of these things that she's doing with these children figures and these beastly creatures and I mean look at these paintings of children who look pretty much like they're dead or beaten or, or this woman who clearly has been abused by various people you know who has you know decided to be an artist you know and that's really just you know, the tip of the iceberg. This guy's got Jeffrey Dahmer depicted sculptures hanging above his head in his room when you walk in and he's got smiles on his face. Like, look at it, it's like, it's so obvious what it is. I mean, if you know anything about the Dahmer murders, he took pictures of everything. And these shoes apparently are, are shoes made of human flesh. And that's like the, the human flesh eating club. And that's why it's a current theme. The Pope 
has them. Everybody's got these red shoes, and it's not for, uh, you know, it's not just a fashion statement, okay? It's got a long history and a long meaning. These paintings are depraved, disgusting, sick, and they're just disturbing. And this is what adorns their walls inside the Podesta family houses, their offices, and other areas. And these are people that associate directly with the Clintons, the Obamas, and it's really just insane. It's like really just sad. And that there's Anderson Cooper's involved, and the, and the Vanderbilt's family, and the, and just the evil depictions of 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 satanic demons and like children in cages and. And, and dismemberment of people in sculpture form it's like way beyond that of art it's like a ritualistic like carnivorous depiction of like what they enjoy so much and then you know you can't be this close it's ridiculous to think that they're not involved together at this point there's so many things tying them together. So many similarities to what they do. So many different things that are a dead on 100% indication that they're involved in way, way more things than you would ever dream. And that's the sickness of it. They're involved in human trafficking. Human trafficking, 800 million human trafficked people are going through the United States a year. Why is Hillary Clinton's closest people being convicted of it? Why has people been convicted of pedophilia in her in her close friendship? Why has all of these things been tied to her? Obviously, she's been a, a person who's been making this possible through different avenues of of methodology by making laws, allowing things to happen, paying people off, killing people to cover it up, you name it. And it's just the most insane thing to think anything less of that. To, to even give her any respect at all, and to not know that she's just an evil being. Like, let's just say Satan and all that doesn't even exist. Just to do all of the things that she's done already and to allow all the things that have happened is the most absurd thing for anybody to even conceive of thinking that it's a possibility to vote for a democratic people or anything like that because they fully support her. How do you fully support somebody who clearly lets all of these things go on? Who's clearly a murderer? Who clearly wants to extract some type of thing from babies in order to live forever? You know, it, of course, when you know all these things, it's actually, it's terrible. It's terrible burden on you, and I understand that. But these people are out there dying every day because of all of these people's evil doing. And we have soldiers out there right now saving their lives. And you have to believe in them and pray for them and make sure that they're able to come back safely with all the people and save them. And not vote for hypocritic Democrats. Don't, don't get them in power so they can't let this actually keep going on over and over and over again. I mean, it's just obvious. Why would, if you wanted to want the world to burn down, would you hire an arsonist? No, you wouldn't. So why would you want a Democrat in office 
in any state where they can allow this to happen, where it's already happening across the entire United States and across the world. 800 million children go, go missing. 800 million adults and women go get trafficked. This guy brought $65,000 worth of trafficked children to the Obama house for a party. And it's just insane how they have, what they're doing. And all the tunnels in every, in every uh, state that they have them. Underneath the Colorado, uh, De the Denver airport. And a whole bunch of other areas. They're, they're finding them. They're finding all of the, all of the rings of people that are trafficking. They're finding all the websites. They're finding all, all the signs are right there. And the symbolism will be their downfall. And that's the whole thing. You know, it's a big major thing it's not even a joke human trafficking is real it's not a joke at all you know the modeling agencies and modern day sleeve drivers they bring them in they traffic them they use them they drug them they, they sexualize them they rape them they abuse them and this is what happens it's a whole chain of events that happens and that's they they, they take them into custody they keep their babies this is a terrible thing that's real. It's a real thing that's actually going on, folks. This isn't a joke. All of the things that I described before this are all leading up to this because this is the main reason why they want all of the power. This is why they fight everything. This is their source of income. This is their source of drug. This is their source of their blood lust. This is their source of ritualistic stuff that they use in order to make their rituals happen sacrifices once this is cut off they're done just like any drug addict the cabal house family eatery and hey folks that was a long one but it was very informative wasn't it <clears throat> hollywood is a cesspool <laughs> and to work in there you have to uh you have to love being in a cesspool, I guess. But um, it's just like government. You know, they get these guys in there, these fresh guys that, or women, that, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to fight this. We're going to come out against that. And then by the time four years has gone by, they're as corrupt as the people that have been in there for 30 years. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just a corruption machine. And, uh, you know, they'll threaten, uh, they'll threaten uh, the senators and the congressmen. Well, yeah, yeah. you know, you've got uh, beautiful little kids there. You know, uh, I hope they stay well, you know. And if uh, you do what I tell you to do, they will stay well. Otherwise, I can't tell you. Something might happen, you know. Um, typical mafioso kind of stuff, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a cesspool. Hollywood and the government are both cesspools. And uh, I don't know. I, I quit watching movies from Hollywood a long time ago. I don't want my money going to that stuff, you know. But to each his own, so they say. Um, let me get rid of this here. Okay. Hey, we're down to two videos. How do you think about that, huh? Okay, so let's uh, go and watch this one. This will give us some more information that'll that'll teach us, and uh, we'll learn, and uh, we'll know how to fight this stuff when it when and if it comes to our front doorsteps.
Independence Day. Freedom is never dear at any price it is the breath of life what would a man not pay for living, Mahatma Gandhi. Those who deny freedom to others deserve it not for themselves, Abraham Lincoln. Show your support for our beautiful country. Each new flag is a hope for a new, better, and stronger future for America. Let's make America great again. Visit the shop section at the restoredrepublic.co website and pick up a new flag for free. Authorities rescue 70 missing children, including sex trafficking victims in Texas, Colorado and Mexico. The latest video will be shown earlier at the official website restoredrepublic.co. Operation Lost Souls was a success, federal, state and local authorities report that dozens of missing children have been reunited with their parents. The three weeks long Operation Lost Souls initiative resulted in the rescue of 70 children in Texas, Colorado, and Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. A May 25th press release from Immigration and Customs Enforcement ICE, notes that the successful outcome resulted from a complex multi-agency operation. ICE reports that the children rescued in the Operation Lost Souls initiative ranged between ages 10 and 17. ICE also noted that most of the children were runaways. The operation commenced the last week of April and concluded in mid-May. The successful outcome was announced on May 25, National Missing Children's Day. Sadly, many of the runaway children fell victim to sex traffickers and now suffer the trauma of physical and sexual abuse. The ICE report notes that the agency is providing counseling support for the children and their families. In the ICE report, Homeland Security Investigations HSI, El Paso Deputy Special Agent Ty Cook Cho states, Operation Lost Souls exemplifies Homeland Security Investigations' commitment to protecting the public from crimes of victimization. In this case, we are looking out for our children, our community's most precious resource. Cho continued, HSI is committed to continue working with our law enforcement partners to locate, recover and help missing children heal while ensuring that perpetrators are held responsible for these heinous crimes and brought to justice. Representing the Texas Department of Public Safety, Major Matthew Mull added, At the Department of Public Safety, teamwork is one of our core values. We are grateful for all of our law enforcement partners who participated in this operation and who work around the clock every day to protect our communities, including our youth. The Operation Lost Souls announcement comes just days after authorities arrested eight individuals suspected of abducting a 15-year-old girl who left her seat during a Dallas Mavericks basketball game to use the restroom. Sex traffickers abducted the girl on April 8. After an intense search, the girl was rescued by authorities in Oklahoma 11 days later. The girl's mother shared the following statement on May 5. We are thankful for the work of the Oklahoma City Police Department and the recovery of our daughter. My heart breaks for the unimaginable things my daughter had to endure for the 11 days she was taken, and I am so glad she is safe as we work toward her recovery. In a striking indictment on America, Tim Ballard, a former DHS special agent and founder of Operation Underground Railroad, said that America drives the demand for the $150 billion global sex trafficking industry. Ballard made the statement during an interview with Candace Owens on Candace. The country with the highest demand is going to be the country most exposed to sexual material. And so, what country is as large as the United States where everyone has access to the Internet? None. So that's my theory as to why the United States is the largest consumer. 
The latest video will be shown earlier at the official website restoredrepublic.co. Source, resist. Okay, folks, I always cut that off at the end because it's just the stuff that they said in the beginning again, repeating their their need for uh, funds and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that Underground Railroad is very, really um, impressive the way they do things. But I got a, a question that uh, I would ask if I were in the presence of some of these people that, that do the, uh, the rescuing. Um, yeah, it, they're constantly saying that these children are returned back to their parents. Now that's, that's great. If they're returned back to loving parents that really miss them and want them back. But remember we watched earlier about the, um, the witch doctors and stuff in Africa and the children are basically given up, uh, for very little money to the witch doctor. So the parents in effect sold the kid okay so you're going to rescue them in, in this case you know this is a whole different scenario because in africa they get they um, get killed but uh you know let's let's look at this from an american point of view so you return them to their parents that that gave them up there was a book uh, transformation of america and it's not trance it's trance like uh, being in a trance you know um, and it's by Kathy O'Brien. And boy, if you got a chance to get that book, read that sucker, man, it's good. Um, how her parents basically gave her over to um, the, uh, the elite who abused her many different ways. Um, and, uh, and, you know, you, you're reading the book and you feel sad for her and you, you feel mad at the, the powers that are. And it's mentioning pics of people like Jim Chick. <laughs> Dick Cheney and Ronald Reagan and uh, uh, there's a few more that I can't remember right now, but uh, people that, you know, you think are pretty nice people. And then you read this book and it's like every time you look at them after that, you know, you can't even bear to look at them. Yeah. But what about uh, like Kathy O'Brien? What if they would have saved her and returned her back to her parents? Well, what's the father going to do? You know, he's just going to sell her back in again. Right. Um so I, I'm hoping that when they, they bring them back to the parents, they do a little bit of investigating to find out if the child was wanted, if the child was given up uh, for, for money or whatever. Um, if there's uh, an outside pressure that's putting pressure on the parents to, to give their children away. You know, there's so many things that have to be looked at before you just, well, here's your, here's your kid. You know, we found them. Here they are. Uh, have a good life. Okay. Anyway, uh, I just heard the alarm clock or the uh, the chiming clock, and it kind of threw me for a loop. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's great that they're finding one. And also, they were uh, the last guy mentioned underground bases, the dumb bases, uh, deep underground military base. That's what dumb stands for. Um, and you know, it was when I was younger, all these kids were thought to be runaways, or you know, they they went with one parent. Uh, they couldn't stand living with the other parents, so they went with parent, one parent, and they're all, you know, they're hidden away somewhere. But no, all these years, these kids have been taken away, and they've been used and abused and everything else. And um, it's a sad thing, it really is. But uh, it's being it's being shown now, and hopefully, it'll be um, it'll be extinguished soon. This uh, terrible, evil fire of children abduction, child abduction, and and uh, child slavery and uh, child sex slavery. Let it, let it all just be burnt to the ground.
but the children uh, rescued first. And that's what the um, the, uh, the Marines are going in and doing. The Marines and Special Forces are going in destroying these bases and, and rescuing these children. So um, hats off to the Marines. Uh, they seem to be the... Uh, the only branch of service that uh, is really doing something uh, worthwhile to save children and uh, and to save people in general. So, okay, so let me get rid of that sucker. Okay, here we go. Last one, folks. I promise. <laughs> As we're we're just on the hour mark here, so we're probably going to go an hour and twenty minutes or so, and then uh, it's us to Luego. So here we go. What is the requirement to get married in North Carolina if you're 14 years old? If you're 14 years old in North Carolina, you have to be pregnant. Cases uh, where the pregnancy and the age of the person who got that minor pregnant were evidence of felonies. And instead of criminal charges being brought, and instead of criminal charges being brought, a marriage license was issued. A marriage license was issued. And it's not being reported in the numbers because they're legalizing it. They're legalizing abuse. What's up, y'all? It's Riss Flex, and welcome back to the channel. There has been some very serious child crimes going on this month in the United States, and they're escalating. I'm noticing that some of the worst cases are happening in North Carolina. Upon further investigation, I discovered the General Assembly of North Carolina has been conspiring to make child crimes legal. And what is even scarier is that because they are being legalized, the numbers reported in these news articles that I'm gonna show you, does not include all of the child victims that have been silenced by the North Carolina laws. I'm going to explain this and a whole lot more after this 60 second ad for Raid. Raid, it's the video game that has changed gaming forever. They set the bar high and there's no going back. Raid is the first game to bring a true console level experience to your phone. Explore and develop your favorite champions in battle as they master countless tactics and advance you to next levels within the game. There are hundreds of artifacts that you will discover to equip your players with. You can build your battle team with the champions of your choosing to raid your unique way. Use the links that I'll link in the description below to play Raid on your computer or your mobile phone. My favorite champions are Turvold and Krila. Turvold hits hard. He's one of the hardest hitters in the whole game. All his skills are about dealing damage and it makes him great just about everywhere. And Krila is one of the best ally attack champions. I set her up with a bunch of champs with AoE default skills and she turns into one heck of a bender in the arena. Just this month, Reed released an insane amount of new content within the game. They released 11 amazing new champions and they also released 200 brand new missions to complete with an exclusive legendary champion as your reward if you can finish it all. Raid also added five tough new levels to almost every single dungeon in the game. There are campaigns and missions going on right now that need your expertise. You're critical. They need you out there. Download the app right now. It's free by going to the video description and clicking on the links. Help support the Risflex channel by downloading Raid today. Okay, just this morning in Charlotte, North Carolina, it was reported that 150 children were lost and had just been found during this operation. And it was discovered that 157 is the total number of kids that were victims. All of these children that were found in a dangerous situation were from previous cases where there was an unsuccessful effort to find this child. There was a search and rescue mission for them and they could not be found. And so this was the second mission to try to find them, okay? The missing persons unit here in North Carolina from the Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department, they didn't give up. After multiple failed missions to find these children, they finally found them. 
So that's great news. But the concerning thing is why was there 157 children caught up in an H trafficking P ring? Okay? That was today. Just three days ago in Jacksonville, Onslow County, North Carolina, a man by the name of Jesse Gabriel Marks pled guilty to a major underage trafficking case and starts his 30 year sentence this month. Authorities say over 300 females fell victim to this man for the past two decades. Mr. Marks's targeted audience were the Marines at the local military base. 300 women, many of them underage, just let that sink in. Combine that with the 157 that were just found, we have 457 children reported in the news this month coming out of North Carolina. Additionally, we have that 14 days ago, another North Carolina man was convicted of running an S trafficking ring in York County and two other states. While this specific case does not give us a number of how many kids were involved, this man is facing a life sentence, so that is our indication of something really serious here. It was also reported last week that North Carolina is the only state that does not require parental consent for minors to get the job. So clearly something is going on within the government of North Carolina. What is it? Five, a bill to raise North Carolina's minimum age to get married from 14 to 18 is blocked in the General Assembly. Advocates believe they've lost the fight to change the law this year. News 13's Kimberly King has more on the current law and the proposed changes. North Carolina is one of only two states where it is legal for a 14-year-old to get married. The other state, Alaska. Marriage vows in North Carolina advocates say are taking place with child brides and have for decades. The original bill would raise the minimum age to 18, but the new bill discards that and instead inserts a clause of a maximum four-year age difference for teens to marry each other. What is the requirement to get married in North Carolina if you're 14 years old? If you're 14 years old in North Carolina, you have to be pregnant. Do you have any records in recent years of 14-year-olds who are pregnant getting married in North Carolina? Research showed cases uh, where the pregnancy and the age of the person who got that minor pregnant were evidence of felony statutory rape. And instead of criminal charges being brought, a marriage license was issued. Buncombe Register of Deeds, Drew Reisinger, has been heavily involved in research and was slated to testify Wednesday before the Senate, but was then told there wasn't time. We had bipartisan support, and it came down to one person uh, whose name is Senator Phil Berger. Republican Senator Berger is the Senate's pro tem leader. Who nixed the whole thing uh, because he didn't support the bill. Berger didn't return News 13's request for comment. I'm not hopeful anymore um, that we're going to achieve anything this year that's going to protect children in a substantial way. Well, what does this say about North Carolina that we are one of two remaining states that allow marriage at 14? You know, I think what I am learning about North Carolina is that progress is slow. But added, the state does compete with South Carolina. At the very same time as our bill was being watered down in the Senate Judiciary Committee, in North Carolina, a bright line of 18 passed out of the Judiciary Committee in South Carolina on the very same day. In Asheville, Kimberly King, News 13. Shame on every single governmental official in North Carolina for failing to try to work together to change these laws to protect the children. We can see, as their policies allow, children are continuing 
to be neglected in that state more than anywhere else in America. And it's not being reported in the numbers because they're legalizing it. They're legalizing abuse. Ew, ew. Friends, if you live in North Carolina, get familiar with your local officials' faces, start getting involved. It's not okay, it's just absolutely inappropriate, these laws. They're all preds. Everybody in their government is a pred. It's a big governmental P-ring. And nobody's paying attention to it. Nobody's focusing on it. No one's talking about it. So. With that being said, y'all, I hope this report can help bring some change in the world. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. I love you. I hope you stay safe. I hope you meditate and pray to God. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Bye. Oh, that was interesting. Uh, very good researcher, a little um, um, immature. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Um, but, uh, you know, she'll, she'll work out of that and become a good researcher. A very mature one and um that was you know it, it's funny with politicians if if you can't if something's illegal with a politician what they do is they just change the law okay change the law it makes it all right again <laughs> it's, it's terrible it's ter well it's no different than uh what uh, the nazis did in world war ii you know, uh, what you do is you dehumanize the people that you're you're trying to get rid of. And if they're not human anymore, they're animals. And if they're animals, animals can be euthanized and killed real easy, right? Um, and that's what they did. The Nazis did in World War II. That, in essence, is what the uh, the left is doing now here in the United States, um, demonizing and uh, dehumanizing their their foes so uh only the lord knows what's going to come of that uh, hopefully we can put an end to that and get rid of it but um yeah it's so yeah if you wanted to get a 14 year old in north carolina um into uh, a prostitution ring or something all you got to do is uh well i don't know how they would do it but get her drunk or give her drugs uh, have sex with her get her ma uh, pregnant and Bam, you got to marry her, you know, and uh, and once you do that, you're uh, you're you can, you know, uh, in a lot of uh, cultures, especially I, I think I lived in North Carolina for a while. So it's uh, traditionally there they would be called backwards. I, I kind of like their uh, their ways, but uh, they uh, some their ways are a little backwards and that's this is one of them you know there used to be a thing um what was it way back when the 50s the 40s uh if you uh if you committed a crime you could either go to jail or join the military and that's what this is like you know if you uh if you fool around and uh she's 14 and you you get her pregnant you can either marry her or you could be um they don't even give her the choice but you say you could uh, be charged with uh, statutory rape. But um, anyway, uh, so it's a great big stupid world, like Randy Stonehill said, and it still is, and it probably still, it probably always will be till the return of Yeshua.
And that's, that's interesting that it leads around to that because I think, uh, you know, I, I'm really for the Marines that are doing this and the, and the SEALs that are, that are saving these kids and everything, but they're uh, not, but because they're doing a great thing. It is a, um, it's a bandaid put in on a, put on a gaping wound. And until you take these, uh, pedophiles out until you take these, um, these corrupt politicians out, um, you're going to continue to have the same problem because there's no, no system set up to make them not want to do what they do. Okay. And as long as they can get away with it or they can just change the law here or there and get away with it all over again, um, you're still going to have the problems. So it's, yes, it's the, uh, the pedophiles that are out there stealing these kids, but it's, uh, it's the enablers. It's the politicians that are really allowing it to happen. So, and while they're in office, uh, nothing's going to happen. Um, this, uh, Shlemiel that got in, uh, you know, the Republicans in space barely took over the house of representatives. And, um, you got this, what was it, McDonald or something like that, um, McCarthy. And, oh, he promised this and he promised that, but he's just as bad as everybody that's been in there before. Nothing is going to change. And then you got some of these senators uh, that, uh, you know, couldn't uh, legislate their way out of a paper bag. But um, I don't know. It's, it's a big mess, and it, it can be fixed, but it's going to take a lot of work to fix it. But the, the main thing we can do, you see, real quick, uh, the Holy Spirit came to, has been sent to this world to prove the world of sin. In other words, he shows what sin is, okay? He shows what corruption is. He shows what, um, uh, when, when people violate God's laws, which um, most of our laws are based on, uh, so they violate our laws too, um, when that happens, the Holy Spirit is there to kind of convict them. And if they have a conscience to kind of make them feel guilty, but, you know, a politician and a conscience together, come on, let's, are we serious here? Um, but uh, anyway, any, any conscience that they have has been seared many years ago. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so he, he was sent here to reprove the world of sin and, uh, but uh, the world is not listening. The world doesn't care. And uh, but it's it's the people like these um, these fellows that are going out and rescuing these kids. They're bringing the kids back, and then people, normal people, the regular everyday Tom, Dick, and Harry, um, see what's going on, and they get convicted in their hearts, and then they want to do something. Or at least they form like a neighborhood watch or something to watch the kids in their neighborhoods so and nothing happens. And, you know, change comes over time and, uh, and it could come over time. But uh, Yahweh is the one that has to bring the change. He has to change in each individual so that each individual and he can do this on a mass scale. OK, but he's got to change each individual so that each individual knows what sin is and what corruption is and everything else. And once you know what it is and, um, and you have the discernment of knowing what it is, then when you see it, you can call it out. And when you call it out, then the powers of darkness are called out. And, and, um, and evil, is, um, evil is brought into the light. 
And that's what we need is for evil to be brought into light. And we need for regular everyday people just to wake up and want to do something. So, um, so the, really the only one that can start doing stuff is Yahweh uh, through the Holy Spirit, uh, convicting people and, uh, and just showing people that what's going on is wrong. And uh, once that happens, uh, uh, people will wake up and people will fight back. It's not too late, but it's getting to the point where it may be soon. So um, that's so we need to pray. We need to pray that Yahweh's will is done, that um, that the people in this nation will get straightened out, that they'll get um, that there'll be a revival, and that they'll call upon the name of the Lord. He'll hear our land, heal our land, and uh, and answer us once again. So anyway, after that short little diatribe. Uh, Folks, I'm going to go ahead and hang it up here. I want to thank you for hanging in there. We've been on for an hour and 16 minutes. Um, you know, Yahweh bless you all. And uh, may you uh, just be blessed as you, uh, you search out things. You search out righteousness and truth. And, and you, want to, uh, you want to do righteous things and, uh, and obey the truth. So, um, Anyway, that having been said, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he watch your going out, your coming in, your rising up, and your lying down. May he give you the peace that passes all understanding. And if you don't know him, may he lead you to his son, Yeshua HaMashiach. A lot of people call him Jesus Christ. And, um, and let's, just start, let's just start a revival folks uh, seek the Lord and um, and he'll seek you and uh, you'll have a meeting of the ways and you'll you'll have a wonderful time for the rest of your life so anyway be blessed in Yeshua's name uh, this is Dave signing out